The Edge, everything bass fishing. Coming to you worldwide from MegaWare Keelguard Studios. And three, two, one, Aaron, the fish has dropped. We're into 2022. Happy New Year, Bass Edge Radio listeners. Aaron, we're off to 2022 like 2021 never quit. That's right. Happy New Year, Kurt, and Happy New Year to all of uh, Bass Edge listeners. Some fun things to talk about, you know, some that haven't changed, like MegaWare Keelguard still being at the uh, steering wheel of all things Bass Edge. Been there since day one. Be sure to check out if you've got some remaining gift cards or monies that need to be spent, need to prepare any personal watercraft. Be sure to visit keelguard.com for the first do-it-yourself keel protector, the skate guard, the flex step, the battery guard, the list goes on and on, Kurt. Yes, Aaron, it does. Uh, great folks over there at MegaWare. Aaron, let's kick this show off with some more announcements. TheOutdoorCallRadio.com. Yes, sir. That goes back to a longstanding member of the Bass Edge family, Dan Young, back in the day. For any of those that want to go back over, I don't know, 300 and some episodes, Dan was actually part of this show. He runs a uh, radio show, has for years and years, the Outdoors Dan radio show, has now launched the Outdoor Call Radio, of which, happy to announce, Kurt, Bass Edge Radio is the major part of their fishing, I guess bass fishing, right, Pete? because it's all things outdoors. So nice. they, they will be running a loop on that uh, through the website. And then also that's available through all of your app stores that are out there. Be sure to check that out. Hunting, a lot of different things that's going on with that. Man, that's great. So Bass Edge listeners, be sure to check out the theoutdoorcallradio.com. And welcome to those listeners of the theoutdoorcallradio.com. So uh, great to have some new listeners here with Bass Edge. Aaron, we got another new project. We kind of kicked this off at the end of 2021, and that is MidwayUSA.com. Sponsoring, partnering, happy to have them with the listener question segment. Very happy to have them. Anytime we can give away free stuff, quality stuff to Bass Edge Nation, that's a bonus. But this is a little different, Kurt. This is just money. This is dollars that you can go spend on MidwayUSA.com. If For those that haven't had the opportunity, of course, they've been known forever, Kurt, right, in the in the hunting and the shooting sports. Yes. But they have made a, pardon the pun, a huge splash in the fishing realm for all things fishing, not just bass fishing. And if you haven't had an opportunity to check out the prices, the selection, it's really tremendous. They do. They got it all. Be sure you check them out. MidwayUSA.com. Just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors. Easy way to win that gift card is send in those listener questions. Aaron, we talk about it a lot. You can send those in via our social media outlet or simply going to the BassEdge.com website and tapping on the Ask the Pros question. You get your question answered here on Bass Edge Radio. We're going to send you a $25 gift card to MidwayUSA.com. Aaron, let's kick this show off. We're going to have a special segment here coming up. We've got a uh, featured guest in the second segment of the show, which is not something we normally do. I think this might be a trend for 2022. Getting some more folks on Bass Edge Radio, obviously letting the listeners know more of what is going on out there and available for them in the bass fishing market. So y'all stay tuned. We're going to go right to a Protect the Heart Harvest.com tackle tip, and we'll be back with a special guest from RevitalOutdoors.com. This episode's ProtectTheHarvest.com tackle tip with MLF Pro Circuit Angler, James McMahon. When it comes to choosing lures, 
specifically crankbait type lures in the wintertime. When it comes to like a lipless bait, like a striking red-eye shad, I usually go with a half ounce size. And then sometimes I'll even downsize to a quarter, probably 75% of the time I'll throw that half ounce and then another the other 25% I'll throw that quarter ounce. And that's based on years of just fishing a lot of lipless crankbaits throughout the wintertime. Seems like I just get more bites with that half ounce and I'll go to the quarter when it, I'm trying to get, maybe sometimes there's some fish that are a little bit shallower or they don't want such a, an overall kind of obtrusive presence in the water. So that quarter ounce, a little bit lower rattle than the half ounce. And it just kind of comes through the water a little slower and doesn't fall as fast through the water column. Sometimes they just want that a little bit more. But those are the two sizes that I'll generally fish. And as far as like a square bill in the wintertime, I actually like a striking 1.5 square bill in your kind of your crawfish pattern. Most of the time when I'm in the, you know, clear water to kind of stained. And then when it's any more than that, when it's more off color, then I might go to a 2.5. But I throw that 1.5 the majority of the time. I feel like when fishing a crankbait, that kind of two to two and a half inch size, two and three quarter inch size, it really replicates a lot of the prey items in the water that time of year, but also it just seems like I'm fishing more crawfish. And so crawfish generally seem to be about that particular size. And, and I just, over the years, have had more bites and more success with that 1.5 and that half ounce lipless crankbait in the wintertime. Great tips, James. Brought to you by protecttheharvest.com first by land and now by sea. For years, Lucas Oil has been a staple in high-performance vehicles on both the road and track. Now, from the makers of Lucas Oil comes Lucas Marine products, specifically engineered for marine applications. Protect and lubricate your marine inboard, outboard, or high-performance boat with Lucas Marine Engine Oil or Lucas Synthetic-Based Oil. Learn more about the complete line of Lucas Oil and marine products. Visit lucasoil.com. Nitro Performance Bass Boats. Get pro-level performance with the Nitro Z18, the official boat of Major League Fishing. The Z18, with its nimble handling and versatility, sports many of the features in the larger boats in the line, like a Guardian Livewell, a heavily insulated cooler, dual 8-foot rod storage, and our smooth and fast NVT hull. Every Nitro boat is laid out to do one thing very well, catch fish. Enormous front decks up to 45 square feet on the Z21 allow maximum mobility when battling unruly bass and feature low-profile gunnels for ease of skipping, pitching, flipping, or landing fish. Nitro Performance Bass Boats, pure fishing machines. Guys, it's cool to have a special guest for this segment of the show. Aaron, not something we often do, but something we're going to try more of this new year, 2022. But great to have the marketing manager from Revital Outdoors. We chat with Theron Asbury with us. Theron, welcome to Bass Edge Radio, my man. Honored to be here. Good to uh, be with you guys, and uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely, Theron, and I know that you are involved with Revital Outdoors. That's essentially an outdoor-driven wellness company. Tell me, and, and Bass Edge Nation, more about what type of products that Revital Outdoor provides to anglers and, and really all people, not just in the outdoors. Sure. We're a brand-new company straight out of uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And Kyle, the uh, CEO, the owner of the company, is an outdoor enthusiast just like myself. He's big into hunting. I'm big into fishing. We provide premium CBD products to outdoor enthusiasts to help aid in their 
aches and soreness that they have on the field. Our goal is to keep those people that love the outdoors out there doing what they love to do and make more memories do it and chasing those trophies and those dreams. Darren, we got a long uh, relationship. You know, we met back in the day. You were fishing a lot of co-angler stuff in the FLW days, and uh, that's kind of how we connected. Been following your career. You've worked with a couple lure manufacturers, a rod manufacturer. Now, uh, you know, marketing manager with this pretty cool idea in this CBD company. What type of effect can an outdoors person expect from working with your products in comparison to, say, other CBD companies or specifically with you know, this for vital outdoors products? Well, that's a great question, uh, Kurt. Uh, we have broad spectrum CBD products, meaning that we keep all the beneficial cannabinoids of the plant except for THC. So that's a uh, often question that we get right. is, will I fail a drug test? Is this, you know, going to get me high? We're a 100% worker-friendly brand, so you're not going to uh, fail a drug test. Everything's good there. Uh, the array of cannabinoids cause and uh, encourage effect, which is the most effective to achieve the homeostasis and the balance of your body. So you stick away from the islets, you do CBD-only products, and it helps you do that. So our oils are nano-emulsified, meaning the products are broken down extremely small, giving it the highest bioavailability on the market and the highest absorption rate to help all those outdoor enthusiasts. Well, Theron, I noticed you recently have made some pretty big marketing partnerships with professional anglers. What can we expect from Revital Outdoors industry support and relationships, you know, moving forward in the, in the angling space? Absolutely. You know, 2022 is going to be our year. We want to hit it as hard as we can. We're very, very fortunate to have Mark Menendez, Shaw Grigsby, Terry Bolton, Brian New, Brandon Card, Daryl Gleason, and Greg Vincent on our staff. Uh, we're going to be attending all the major trade shows this coming year. We're going to be to all the consumer shows, so see us at the Bassmaster Classic. We're looking forward to uh, some other partner relationships and we just want to hit the industry as hard as we can we want to prove that we're here to stay we want to give a great product to every outdoor enthusiast whether it be hunting or fishing you don't have to be a tournament angler to be a part of our program we accept any and all opportunities so we're getting people out there to represent us and uh, we're just a growing family and we, we definitely want to be here to stay and give back to the outdoor industry as well up there it's super cool this uh cbd company's really jumped on the fishing bandwagon generally you know a very uh faithful market to work with as uh, they generally support companies that support them. Great opportunity here for Bass Edge listeners, too, to take advantage with the discount program that Theron's provided for Bass Edge faithful listeners. 20% off when purchasing product from Revital Outdoors website, which is revitaloutdoors.com. Just use the code BASSEDGE20 at the checkout. Should be cool to follow as y'all continue to work in this specialty industry of bass fishing. Absolutely. So yeah, any of the listeners out there, if you're curious about CBD, you don't know anything about it, you don't know about Revital Outdoors, that's completely fine. Go to our website, as you mentioned, revitaloutdoors.com. You can find all the educational information about our products, about our company. And then if you want to try some of our products, if you have some inflammation problems or aches and sorenesses or anxiety, you have trouble sleeping at night, that's what our products are designed to do. Use the code BASSEDGE20. Uh, for first-time users, we recommend the CBD soft gels, the CBD cream, 
cream, and then also the CBD gummies. So uh, great products in there. You'll even find a dog treat in there to help with the anxiety out of a hunting dog or your uh, favorite companion in the family. Very cool. Very cool, Darren, man. It's been great to have you on the show. Kicking off the New Year's with a new special segment here with Bass Edge. Aaron, we're going to have a lot of new little little segments here in the uh, middle of the show outside of our featured angler segments. So we're looking forward to it. Darren, it was great to have you here with Revital Outdoors. Hang in there. We're going to roll right into the Lucas Oil Angler Spotlight. Hang tight. This is Evergreen Pro Staff, Justin Kerr. This is MLS BPT Angler, Jacob Wheeler. This is professional angler, Denny Brower. I'm BASS Elite Series Angler of the Year, Seth Fighter. This is BASS Elite Series Rookie of the Year, Josh Strasner on Bass Edge Radio. You know the importance of protecting your investments, so why use anything else other than the original and toughest DIY keel protector for your boat, MegaWare Keel Guard. Grinding sand, abrasive rocks, and concrete ramps are no match for our exclusive contoured edge and patented technology. MegaWare KeelGuard keel protectors are made tough and made to stick. Their do-it-yourself installation takes less than an hour, providing the longest-lasting, most dependable keel protection for your boat, guaranteed for life. Developed specifically by boat builders, offering the best keel protection in the industry. Also from MegaWare KeelGuard, SkegGuard, FlexStep Pro, and Pontoon Guard. So give your boat the performance edge. Put on the protection the pros pick. MegaWare KeelGuard. Kicking off the 2022 Lucas Oil Angler Spotlight with the biggest winners, Aaron, from 2021. These young anglers took home a gigantic amount of cash and merchandise for their win at the Bass Pro Shops U.S. Open. Look forward to hearing from these Auburn University anglers. Welcome to the show, Logan Parks and Tucker Smith. Logan and Tucker, great to have you here on Bass Edge Radio. Thanks for having us on. Thank you, sir. Well, guys, uh, you know, way to represent, like Kurt said, what a wild ride. I know you have spoken to just a long list of media outlets over and over about this just tremendous accomplishment for the Bass Pro U.S. Open. Having some time now that uh, it's settled in a bit, just got to know, what has this win done for you over the past 45 days or so? Tucker, why don't we start with you first? Well, it, it really has opened up a lot of doors and it's given us kind of that financial backing that we need to take it to the next level. And that's what me and Logan both want to do. We want to fish professionally. And I think this tournament is, it was meant to happen and it was given to us and, and for us to be able to win it, I think that it's truly just a blessing. And we, I think we're going to be able to use this to take it to the next step. Yeah. Logan. It's definitely gotten our name out there to like, you know, a bunch of potential sponsors and just everybody within the fishing industry. It's been pretty cool to see like you said, the amount of news outlets and media networks that have picked us up and talked about us. Um, we've done a lot of interviews and they're just trying to make a name for ourselves. As starting out early in the fishing game is, is difficult enough to do. So it's been a great way to start out and kick off a professional fishing career. With the media that you've had, Logan, do you feel like people have reached out to you specifically, like manufacturers and that kind of thing? Well, I'm kind of going with this. You know, you got the Bassmaster Classic champion or, or the guy that runs Red Crest. They're already obviously established. You guys, young college anglers and manufacturers know that. Are you getting folks from inside the industry reaching out to you as far as where you're headed in the sport? Yeah, 
we've had multiple manufacturers and sponsors reach out to us and they're just kind of like weighing the options right now and deciding what we want to do. That's super cool. It's great to see that this platform that Bass Pro Shops provided has been able to propel you guys into a stratosphere probably not typically seen in your age category and and where you guys are at in in college fishing. And and even before that, I know that you've had a lot of success uh, even in high school. Uh, seeing some of the interviews that have been talked about. So it's it's great to see this this kind of progression. In all the interviews I've heard, I got a couple questions about how you went about catching your fish there at Table Rock in the championship event. But first, can you quickly break down the pattern that you used to clinch that national championship? Logan, why don't you shoot that out for us? Yeah, so we, uh, we caught all of our fish using forward-facing sonar, looking at them um, in real time and watching what they were doing. We found uh, bait, balls of bait that the fish were eating in the middle of some creek channels and then off of points and humps on the main lake. That's what we primarily targeted during this pattern with our side scan and uh, find these bait balls. And then we'd put the trail motor down in the water and, and use the forward-facing sonar to catch them. And we were throwing a little three-inch fluke-style bait on a uh, jig head. It's called a Tamiki rig. Tucker, when you fished, you know, the suspended bass, and of course Logan just brought it up right there with the Tamiki rig was the most effective, I guess. Did you catch any key fish on other techniques? And also, if you could elaborate a little bit, why you felt that that Tamiki rig was really the most productive? We caught some on a spoon every now and then, but most of the fish that we caught were on a Demiki rig, and what makes that thing so good is we're throwing a 3.8 top head, and it sinks really quick, and you can catch fish in any of the water column with that bait, just because when you're using your front-facing sonar, you can see the fish. I mean, they'll be under the bait in 10 foot. They'll be under the bait 30 foot, so you can let that bait sink down, and you can work it a lot of different ways. You can hold it and let it pendulum back to the boat, or you can swim it back to the boat, or you can drop it straight down below the boat and just twitch it, or you can just hold it still. So there's a lot of different ways you can use the bait, and you can hit fish from all different depths. So that's yeah. why that's why we chose that bait. Well, and, and I'd like for you to comment on that because, you know, you can cast it, obviously, with that heavier head and with that forward-facing sonar. Did you find that the the schools of fish were moving rapidly, or were they kind of just holding in one place? They were moving around a good bit. You know, they, there was like one plate, one kind of general area where we caught most of our fish, but they were constantly moving around. So you would have to stay on the trolling motor and chase them around. They were thread fin shaped, so they weren't, they didn't move as fast as herring. So they're kind of slower, but they were still constantly moving around. So you had to kind of stay on the trolling motor too to keep up with them. How does that work? You got, Logan, you got both of you standing up there, you know, on the front deck. You're staring at the forward facing sonar. You might be out there and be like, oh, Tucker, there's one, there's one, you know, flipping there, you know. And then how do you guys manage the, uh, what could be, you know, essentially a little bit of a wildness going up there on the front deck of the boat when you're seeing those fish? Or was it just the fact that you were seeing so many fish in those bait balls that, you could just kind of take your time and methodically, you know, cast to individual fish specifically. So, Kurt, you're, what you're saying is you and I can't get along in the same boat, let alone standing <laughs> shoulder to shoulder on the front deck. Is, is that what you're alluding to there? Well, maybe not as well as these two did because they made it happen. So so that's what I want to learn a little bit more because, you know, team tournaments, Aaron and Tucker and Logan, isn't something that I'm generally fishing a whole lot. Obviously, in the college world, uh, high school world, this is an important effort as, as you're coming up through the ranks, right, until you, you know, 
start really going into fishing the opens and and you're kind of on this individual basis. But being able to do this as a team perspective, it's definitely a little bit different. Logan, what, what would your comment be on that process? Yeah, that was probably one of the most difficult challenges we had to deal with. It sure would have been nice to have two of those units. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, like, we just stood up there side by side. Tucker ran the troll motor because, you know, it's his boat. And uh, he would throw to, uh, I mean, we kind of would alternate, you know, unless there was a big group. Sometimes there'd be a big group of them and uh, you could throw multiple baits over there. But we felt like if it was a single fish, it didn't need to see but one bait or kind of would get spooked because of the way they were acting. They were so finicky. So we would just kind of alternate throwing to them, like alternating bed fishing or something like that. And it worked out for us. Absolutely. Tucker, you talked, you know, Logan just mentioned you guys were running your Triton. I believe that's what kind of boat you're running. Is that correct? I've got a nitro. Oh, a nitro. Okay, my bad. And, and now you got two nitros. <laughs> I've actually got three at the moment. I'm about to have three. You can never have too many nitros. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so you're running the boat around. I'm assuming you're kind of captain in the ship since it's your rig. And, and uh, even though you guys are close buddies, I'm sure Logan drives the thing all over the place too. But let's say you're captain in the boat. You know, you talk about, you know, bait fish. Some birds kind of led you to this area that produced a lot of your fish. How do you go about staying around the bait fish when the birds are not present or how did you go about finding these other locations that were key you know you caught a couple key fish some other places and i'm sure birds weren't everywhere or maybe they were maybe it was just a freaking flock of birds all over table rock lake that week but can you break down how you actually go about finding these primary locations and what specifically you think were maybe special about them that allowed you to find the concentrations of fish needed to win the event yeah birds were everywhere i mean wherever the birds were there would be you know the most active fish but most of the places where we caught them were deep points deep road beds that came across flats you know it was just really anywhere for those fish to push up bait next to deep water and when we found those birds chasing those bait it was in 120 foot of water right. um, but out there they're just pushing the bait up and then those birds were just coming from the top so that you know that you could see where the birds were actively feeding on the bait so it was uh pulled over there and caught them there but other than that, we would just grab points and flats until you see the bait, and then you would see the fish under the bait, and you could be able to catch them. But if there was feeding area close to deep water, that's where the bait seemed to be, and the fish were pushing the bait up there. Very cool. It sounds like, you know, from everything I've read about the event, from the Bull Shoals qualifier to, you know, the Table Rock win, the success there at the final event, adaptability was critical for you guys. You know, at Bull Shoals, you were kind of fishing more backs of creeks. What I would consider more of a, I guess, fundamental fall pattern right? You know, you can read about that a lot mm -hmm. in books and, and hear about it on YouTube. And I know you guys don't read as much as I did when I was a kid, just, just because YouTube is so, so awesome, right? You can just YouTube everything. <laughs> I, I start doing that and I'm like building a garage off YouTube here at my house. But, but anyway, <laughs> fundamental fall fishing there at Bull Shoals, whereas when you came over here to Table Rock, uh, obviously it was a little bit different with some of that deep water bait and the access that you were doing fishing primarily vertically. It sounds like a little bit of small casting out there at a specific fish but you guys being a team fishing together last couple of years auburn university both you know honored becoming bassmaster college team of the year why do you feel like this dynamic is so successful for you 
Logan, what's one thing about Tucker you feel he's bringing to the game that's just like the critical point? And, and then I would ask the same thing to Tucker about Logan. But let's start with Logan first. What's one thing that Tucker's bringing to this dynamic duo right? that uh, you feel like is really important to you all success? I would say, you know, he's one of the best spotted bass fishermen I've ever met. And um, I would say that's, you know, something that he's bringing to the game as, uh, as well as, you know, just he's very positive. Um, he's always positive on the water, never gets down, never is negative, never makes any negative comments. And that's really key to success, too. Good stuff. How about you, Tucker? We're talking about Logan. What's something that he brings to the table you feel like that really pushes this team process so successful for y'all? I would say Logan's really good at figuring out smallmouth. And I would also say uh, we always get along in the boat. We always have fun. You know, we're not just fishing partners, but we're actually friends, which makes it a lot better and makes it more fun. And uh, Logan's really mature, and he knows how to balance a bunch of things together. And that's what I've learned from him a lot, too, is how to balance things, you know, like school and fishing. So that helps out. Well, Kurt, you know, I think that was a very good question. And Logan and Tucker really appreciate your response because Kurt and I have obviously worked uh, together for a number of years. You put two successful anglers in the boat. It doesn't always work out that way. Otherwise, everybody would be doing it, right? There's, I mean, let's all face it. The four of us right. on this conversation and interview, we're all males. And what do males have generally is an ego that uh, a lot of times can can get in the way, right, of when it comes time to making critical decisions. And we've heard it numerous times on Bass Edge. It's all about the decision making. How do you guys handle that piece or component? Like when you one thinks that we should run up the river and the other one might think we should go the other way. How do you resolve critical decisions like that? We really don't think differently. I mean, if somebody has um, a thought about something to do, we usually both agree and we usually are already about to say it to the other one. It's really kind of strange because you know, just the other day, we were fishing a tournament and, uh, in Georgia, and we were fishing in this creek, and we had gone out of the creek and we were fishing somewhere else, and we had given it some time to rest because we knew there was some fish in there. And I was actually looking at the graph, thinking about going back in that creek and trying to hit it again, and Logan said, hey, do you want to go back in that creek and hit it again? So, I mean, <laughs> we kind of just we kind of just think alike, and we make good decisions, and we fish well together, and that's that's really important, you know is to have somebody that thinks the same as you and isn't always, you know, arguing with you, trying to do something else. You know, you want somebody that's positive and working towards the same goal. Logan, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I would just say kind of the same thing. Like, we just don't ever disagree. It's pretty crazy. We always have the same ideas. And, like, whenever somebody thinks of something, the other person's like, oh, I was about to say that, you know? So it just works out well. That's awesome. Man, this has been a really, really cool interview, guys. Y'all hang in there. We're going to power pole down for a quick pause in the action. Stay tuned. Bass Edge Radio will be back in a moment. Patented in 2000, perfected over years of testing and real-world punishment, the PowerPole is the ultimate shallow-water boat positioning tool. Swift, PowerPole deploys in seconds from anywhere in your boat. Virtually silent, PowerPole won't spook wary fish. Secure in strong currents or gusting winds in up to 8 feet of water. Engineered to take it with a lifetime unconditional replacement guarantee on the spike. PowerPole, swift, silent, secure. Visit PowerPole.com to find a dealer near you. Bass Edge Radio presented in part by Mercury Marine returns with the Bass Pro Shops U.S. Open Million Dollar Champions, Logan Parks and Tucker Smith in the Lucas Oil Angler Spotlight. That's right, Lucas Oil High Performance Marine Products. Be sure to visit the BassEdge.com store for all Lucas products. It works. 
guys, you mentioned it uh, earlier. I think, Tucker, you were talking about fishing in Georgia. I was snooping on your social there. It looks like just before the Christmas holidays, <laughs> y'all went out and took a top five there in Clarks Hill at the uh, Clarks Hill Classic. And I got to say, you guys get around. You fish in a lot of different places. Obviously, you were on Lake Wiley uh, before you ran over to Bull Shoals, qualified for this U.S. Open National Championship, won your million dollars, went back home to Auburn. Probably, I think, uh, Logan, you just graduated with honors there at Auburn. And, and Tucker, I'm sure you were just you know wrapping up some exams. So much yeah. going on. It's actually pretty amazing. What is your fundamental bass fishing approach so you can jump from event to event and continue finishing consistently very well? Tucker, why don't you take this? I would say one of the biggest things that me and Logan are able to do is adapt. And that's something that you always have to keep in mind because we don't ever have just a set few rods and reels that we're using all around the country we really change it up a lot and that's something that helps a lot because you just really you have to figure out the fish every place you go and they're always going to be acting differently and they're always going to be biting somewhere else at different places so i'd say being able to figure out fish the way that me and logan work well together on the water and the way that we're able to break down a lake is what helps us the most and i think fishing in alabama is what has really helped us the most because alabama's got the most diverse lakes probably in the whole country in one state and it really has given us like you know a, a point of view of fishing all these different places and i think taking it around the country is what helps us the most so I think that's probably what I would say. Well, Logan, you have a, a few months left for college eligibility uh, for, on the fishing scenario, and you're about to jump into all nine Bassmaster Opens in working to qualify the Elite Series level of competition. What do you see as some of your challenges ahead? And is it going to be different fishing for solo events in 2022? Yeah, obviously the Opens is, is the one thing that is kind of new that's coming up. You're fishing the college stuff, so I'm excited to still be able to do that but fishing the opens is going to be different or i fished one toyota series event so i fished you know something similar where you're by yourself you got a killing or in the boat but it'll just be interesting to fish all those opens and adapt to to that kind of lifestyle and mentality because it's definitely a lot different than having a partner in the boat with you the whole time be seeing there out there you know when you guys talk about your team dynamics sometimes Tucker will be out there fishing thinking, I wonder what Logan would do in this position. Or Logan will be thinking, I wonder what Tucker would do in this position. <laughs> you always, you're always going to have that, <laughs> like he's going to be on your shoulder there. That'll be that'll be fun yeah. to see. Tucker, I recently saw you signed up. Uh, you signed a partnership with an industry manufacturer, Livingston Lures, man. Want to jump in and just kind of find out how that came about, obviously, really quickly uh, since your event went. Um, I've been with Livingston for a couple of years now. I think they just they just wanted to do an article with me after this, but I've been with them for a couple of years now, and they've been a great company. And they hopped on the bus in high school when I was in high school, so gotcha. they trusted in me from an early age and early on, which is really special because I have a few sponsors that jumped on in high school, and those are the people that have trusted in you since day one, and it's really cool to, to grow with those kind of people. Right, right. And tagging back on that Livingston press release, what is your, you know, every manufacturer's got one bait that's just your favorite. What is your favorite Livingston lure bait that you always have tied on your deck? I'd say the walking boss. It's got that bait fish technology sound, so when the bait's standing still on top of the water, it's making noise like bait fish, and I think sometimes that helps 
But if you have a rainy day, that thing will be chirping on the front deck all day. So you might want to put it in the box before you get to your spot. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's be like your uh, your hydro wave. You know, your your speaker. You're running around. You're hearing your speaker all the time. You be hearing that bass. That's, That's funny. <laughs> cool stuff. All right, couple years remaining, Tucker, with your Auburn education. Uh, when you look at where you'd like to be in the industry over the next couple years, what do you envision while still in college and trying to you know work as as Logan? is you know to progress that next step i'm definitely going to be you know fishing college i'm going to you know take it easy try to travel around the country and learn as much about new water as i can um you know there's so many places that we've been to this past year that i've never been to before and they're so different and they you know the fish act so different at different places around the country and i think getting that exposure around and then uh, i'm actually fishing the southern opens this year so that's going to be fun i'm going to mix that with college and i know logan doesn't have to worry about school now i'm still going to have to worry about school <laughs> but um i'm going to try to mix those and probably put in a few more opens each year through college and then when college is over if i haven't qualified yet i'll go full force open so very cool exciting stuff all right well you know tucker and logan i know you guys don't know me that well but i know that kurt has known me for a long time and other bass edge listeners i'm kind of the guy that's willing to ask what everybody else is thinking so i'm, I'm just going to throw this this question out there what was the big splurge purchase for each of you with your half of the winnings of the five hundred thousand a piece and uh you surely bought something you normally wouldn't right Logan, you why, got, don't, why don't you jump on that one? Hey, and you guys should know that Aaron's a financial yeah. advisor, by the way. It's <laughs> exactly. a part-time job, so uh, just, yeah, just FYI. Right. But, uh, so be careful what you answer here. He <laughs> might look down upon you a little bit. No, I'm just teasing. I actually um, I bought a new truck, even though we won one, you know, because I actually got back from uh, the tournament and somebody hit me in my oh, current no. truck and totally <gasps> Yeah, and uh, those new Tundras, uh, we won't have those for the next five months, so I had to get something, so I bought a Duramax, because I've always wanted a diesel, and like, why not? How about you, Tucker? I actually bought a new boat yesterday. <laughs> I know it's kind of weird to say, <laughs> I'm only 20 <laughs> years old, but <laughs> um, yeah, I had ordered a new boat before we went to this tournament, so I'd already had my black nitro, and I had ordered a gray one. And the gray one just came in, so I paid for that one once it got here. So I've got it at my house and left the black one at the shop. And then I've also, I'm going to buy a new truck today, too. I've had an order for a while, so it's about to be here. And it's a diesel as well, so I'm excited for that. And uh, it's really the first two big purchases I can say that I've bought myself. And, you know, it's kind of, it kind of feels good not, not having daddy buy it. So Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> right. congratulations to both of you on that. That's that's fantastic. And uh, I got to ask, Tucker, did you get the 21XL on the Nitro? Is that what you went with? Yes, sir. This yeah. one, right, the gray one right now is a 20 but the new one that we want is going to be a 21XL that I'm going to run around uh, for the open. Yeah, so. you're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's, it sounds like heard. to me. It sounds like to me, you guys are going to have a big yard sale. <laughs> well, I was also thinking maybe you guys, you know, they make a show called Buried Alive with Hoarders. Uh, it sounds to me like you guys might have a boat and a truck problem. But I'm not. I'm, I'm not judgment free zone here. That is so cool, man. That's a great problem to have. I think that you guys could open a uh, used boat car dealership right now and, and probably be pretty successful. 
that as well. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, man, it's been a fun interview. We actually have a listener question. This is brought to us by Nitro Performance Bass Boats. And Tom Ryan from St. Louis, Missouri, asks this question. And Logan, I'm going to go ahead and get you and Tucker to kind of tackle this together. But Logan, if you want to start it off and then Tucker, you can kind of follow up some tips for uh, Tom. Tom wants to know, what is your go-to setup for fishing small swim baits in the wintertime? Um, small swim baits, definitely going to want a bigger reel, like a size 30. Abu Garcia, I got an Abu Garcia Revo S, that, or it's actually the Revo X, in the size 30, so you can cast them really far because a lot of times you've got like a lighter head. I'm going as light braid as possible so I can get the castability to like eight pound braid. And then um, a longer rod like the 7.6 Abu Garcia winch rod is a great spin rod. It's, um, it loads up really nice. And uh, you got that extra length just to cast those small swim baits as far as possible because long casts are important when you're throwing that little swim bait, especially with using uh forward facing sonar and stuff. Tucker, you want to follow up on that? You guys generally using some uh, fluorocarbon leader on that. And and how do you match that up? You know, eight pound braid, you know, obviously super thin. I think it's probably like two pound test equivalent. Some folks have a little issues, you know, tying those smaller diameter lines together. Tucker, if you could kind of take that, what size fluorocarbon leader? And then how do you connect those two together? Like Logan was saying, I like, you know, bigger spin reel, longer rod. I like 15-pound braid to, like, a 10-pound leader. Okay. But I know Logan likes using lighter stuff, and it, it probably casts better. But when I tie them together, Logan actually taught me the knot. I don't know what it's called. What's it called, Logan? <laughs> the seven twist up down knot? I don't know. <laughs> it's I don't a park know, the knot. Logan park knot, I guess. Yeah, um, there you go. But the FG, I knew Aaron Martin for a long time, and he told me the FG was the best. And it's it's a hard knot to learn, but if you can learn the FG knot, you're not going to have any problems because the knot strength is 100% as strong as the line, so you're not going to break it the knot. So that's probably the best knot. And then I'd say 10-pound leader or an 8-pound leader of fluorocarbon, and then whatever swim bait head you like. So a 3-8 ounce is really good if you want to fish deeper, but I'd say a quarter ounce is the best all-around size. Great stuff, guys. That is good stuff. Thanks for answering Tom's wintertime swim bait question. And Tom, we appreciate you listening to the show and, and sending that in. But we need uh, one more thing from you, and that is to simply log on to BassEdge.com, click the Claim Your Prize tab, fill out the information, and let us know that you heard the million-dollar winners, Tucker Smith and Logan Parks, answer your question right here on Bass Edge. And we will send out that free cash midway usa gift certificate that you can spend on anything concerning shooting hunting and the outdoors continue to remind our bass edge listeners keep firing in those questions we'll keep sending you those midway usa gift certificates right here from bass edge radio simply log on to the website click the ask the pros tab or just follow us up on our social media pages on facebook and instagram guys thanks again for uh, carving out time i know the requests and the demands on your schedule have been in, uh, quite a lot but you know before we close down tucker do you have any thoughts for bass edge listeners 
Um, I would say that y'all do a great job with the podcast, and I'd say hop on if, if you have time. And um, I really enjoyed having this talk with you guys, so thank you for having us. Uh, you bet, Tucker, Logan. How about you uh, as we head off into 2022? Any final thoughts for today? Yeah, if there's anyone out there listening that's, you know, just getting started in fishing or, or uh, a, a young kid that, that wants to grow up and fish in college one day and, and take it professionally, man, chase your dreams. You know, if you'd have told me that if we were going to win a tournament like this 10 years ago, I would have told you you were crazy. So um, <laughs> don't stop pushing, man. Outstanding, man. Excellent advice. Congratulations to you guys again. Thanks for being with us here. It's been a, it's just really been a great interview. Bass Edge Nation, y'all hold on right here. Aaron and I will return after this message with some closing thoughts. You know the importance of protecting your investments. So why use anything else other than the original and toughest DIY keel protector for your boat? MegaWare Keel Guard. Grinding sand, abrasive rocks, and concrete ramps are no match for our exclusive contoured edge and patented technology. MegaWare Keel Guard keel protectors are made tough and made to stick. Their do-it-yourself installation takes less than an hour, providing the longest-lasting, most dependable keel protection for your boat, guaranteed for life. Developed specifically by boat builders, offering the best keel protection in the industry. Also for MegaWare Keel Guard, Skeg Guard, Flex Step Pro, and Pontoon Guard. So give your boat the performance edge. Put on the protection the pros pick. MegaWare Keel Guard. The PowerPole Charge Marine Power Management Station is the most advanced system of its kind available on the market. It does the work of three devices, a traditional battery charger, a charge on the run, and an emergency start system all in one compact unit. The charge lets you run your boat's accessories the way you want to run them by allowing you to monitor and control your power usage through the PowerPole app. It automatically devotes power to the batteries that need it the most for maximum efficiency. The new charge from PowerPole Power where you need it, power how you need it, power when you need it. Kurt, I think the last time we had a million dollar winner on Bass Edge Radio was the days of Scott Suggs back in, uh, man, I don't even know what year that was. It was maybe before internet. Who knows? Yeah, Scott Suggs won a million bucks. Uh, Michael Bennett won a million bucks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we had had him on too. But yeah, man, I'm digging deep in the files. And uh, maybe those are the only two. I don't recall. But dude, it's been a long time. I know that. Congrats to these two. Logan Parks, Tucker Smith, million dollars plus. Each of them won a Toyota truck and a freaking nitro boat. Dude, add it all up, dude. You're you're looking at what, 1.25, 1.2 mil? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Unbelievable. Dude, and what a great interview. You know, as we're working through this interview process and talking to, to Logan and Tucker, I realized obviously what a tremendous friendship they must have. Because as team partners, dude, this isn't what's just like a, a standalone couple of events. They went and fished together and went and qualified at Bull Shoals and then went and jumped in, you know, at the, the, the U.S. Open Championship, you know, there at Table Rock. Dude, these guys have been fishing together for years, you know, several years. Tucker's, you know, just finishing up his sophomore year there at Auburn. Logan just graduated. So at the very least, you know, they've been fishing together for two years there at Auburn. And uh, Logan actually recruited Tucker to come to Auburn so that they could fish together. I think Logan was like, yeah, Tucker would be a good guy. You know, he's, nice. he's kind of like uh, almost like a college recruiter, right? He's like, 
dude, this would be cool if I could fish with my buddy Tucker, if I can just get him to come to Auburn, and then and then all this madness happens. They become team of the year, you know, Bassmaster College Fishing's team of the year, uh, Auburn University, just phenomenal uh, school from a bass fishing perspective and what they've done. Take it all the way back to the Jordan Lee, Matt Lee, and, and I know I'm missing others. I got a great friend, uh, Brady Harp, that fishes for Auburn as well. So, uh, I mean, it's well, it, I mean, it was a great interview, Kurt, but I think the the other thing that, like you said, that kind of evolved as the interview took place is, and I'm, perhaps maybe we should explore on future episodes, people don't understand. So it's like, you know, take Rhonda, your wife, and Diana, mine. Yeah. Our marriage has survived 30 whatever years it's been because I travel a lot and I get out of her space sometimes and vice versa. <laughs> and I don't mean that negative. I'm just saying reality. But a right. bass fishing team partnership that works at a high level, stuff gets real very quick in that 21 feet of length of boats that most people have um, when you're making decisions and, and you money's know, on the line. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. So yeah, anyway, that, that might be something that we should explore, but uh, absolutely, we'll, we'll, we'll give that some consideration. But in the meantime, we need to uh, shut it down. Just want to remind everyone, take that opportunity, check out revitaloutdoors.com. You know, they're throwing out that 20% off your purchase by just using that code BASSEDGE20. Again, that's revitaloutdoors.com. But in the meantime, Kurt and I look forward to the January 15th episode where we're going to have another extremely interesting interview to talk about maybe some things that Kurt might be a little against the norm, kind of like this one is. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see how that Yeah, yeah. It's going gonna, gonna to be exciting. We're up for some really good shows here. So, uh, you know, just putting in some extra time. Love all the shows that we do, obviously, with Bass Edge and all of them archived. You can go back and listen to the last 366 episodes right there on the web website but uh we're gonna put together some awesome content in 2022 so bass edge nation y'all be ready it's a new year we're fired up appreciate you being here with bass edge radio stay tuned you're gonna love this all right kill switches attached life vest buckled and zipped and we are out of here for kurt dove i am aaron martin and the rest of the bass edge crew have a wonderful couple weeks we will see you on the other side so long everybody Presented by MegaWare KeelGuard. For more information on Bass Edge or to shop at the Bass Edge online store, visit BassEdge.com. And be sure to join Kurt Dove and Aaron Martin right here on another episode of The Edge. Brought to you in part by Nitro Boats, Lucas Oil, ProtectTheHarvest.com, Midway USA, Mercury Marine, PowerPole, and Transport Graphics.